Do you ever feel like a hamster on a hamster wheel, not getting anywhere new? Perhaps you've hit a plateau that has you asking, is this it? Have you accomplished all you've set out to do in life and are not feeling as fulfilled as you thought you would? It is normal at midlife to reassess what's working for you and what's not. It's also normal to want to reclaim your time, your energy, and your joy. Let's make the best out of the second half of our lives by having more fun, experiencing more peace, and feeling more joy. If any of this resonates with you, then this podcast is for you. I'm Megan Bayless-Bartley. Now let's get ready to shift our shit. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Shit. We have a very special guest with us today, Jennifer Comis, who's one of our marriage and family therapists here at the Mindfulness Center. She is an expert in a lot of different things, but I think like really right now we're highlighting how good you are working with anxiety and mm -hmm. panic mm -hmm. disorders and that kind of stuff. So, but before we begin and jump into all of that, um, if today was an animal, <laughs> what animal would today be? Today would be a puppy for oh, me yeah. because the first part of the day is super busy. And the second part of the day is super relaxed. And that's how my puppy lives his life. Yes. <laughs> yes. My youngest puppy is turning two today. Aww. Today is Deuce Pugalo's birthday. Oh my goodness. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. We sometimes forget when our April like, is it this day? <laughs> but we she got a nice piece of bacon this morning, Aww. a little extra. Well, okay. happy birthday. Happy birthday, Deuce. Um it's for me if today was an animal. I don't know. For some reason, like goldfish is coming to my mind, maybe because I love Ted Lasso and like this idea oh, of just uh -huh. like be a goldfish was a big theme in Ted Lasso. Yes. Of, like just, you know, do your thing and then whatever. Yes. Yes. Comes up that you don't want to take with you. Just, you know, Let leave it, it behind. Float away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yes. I'm excited to be here. For yes. Sure. For so, sure. Um, if you guys don't know Jennifer very well, um, she's one of our therapists who works mostly remotely. So mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. does a lot of virtual sessions, mm -hmm. which clients love because they don't have to deal with traffic <laughs> or babysitters. Uh, or babysitters. Uh -huh. And um, so it's just a nice little, mm -hmm. uh, but you have kind of another gig that you do. Do you want to share with people sort of sure. what you do? Sure, sure. So I also work for the um, Humane Society of the United States, mm -hmm. um, and I'm one of their directors of marketing there. Um, and we work really hard to, to make sure um, animals are cared for internationally. Um, and so one of the things I, I deeply care about counseling is making sure that um, people also have the pet assisted therapy they need yes. when able. Yes. And working um, virtually and working from home and seeing clients in their home enables me to often meet their pets virtually. So that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. It's amazing how healing pets are, like having our two dogs. Yeah. I like look forward yes. the most to coming home to the dog. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> everyone else is second. <laughs> they're happy and they're just like, you're the best thing in the world. You know, I mean, there. It's just amazing how the energy. It's just the energy. Yeah, has that you know around. And I bring Lemon in here, who's the therapy oh, yes. dog. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. um, when she's not here, people are always like, yeah. "Oh darn it, I don't get to see Lemon." It changes today. everything. Yes. yes. It does. Yeah. So we want to know a little bit in this okay. uh, part episode. Uh, how, 
tell us a little bit about, about you. Are you from Louisville? Are you from Kentucky? How did you become sure. a therapist? All of that. Sure. So I am originally from Wisconsin, okay. um, was born in Milwaukee, Yay. and then moved to Georgia mm -hmm. at the ripe age of one. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> moved to Kentucky in, at 10 years old. So okay. I've been here for 20, 30 years now. Yeah. So it's been quite a bit. So I consider myself from here. Yes. Um, grew up in Oldham County okay. and um, and now live in Jefferson County. Yes. So um, love being here. I don't have immediate plans to leave. It's, it's a great place to live. Yeah. And um, I, I got involved in therapy for a variety of reasons, I think. Many of us are, are are born into it in a way of Absolutely. our personality, Absolutely. <laughs> um, and our roles in our families. Yes. And so um, sometimes I played that role in in my family and friend groups. So it felt very natural to continue as a profession. Yeah. But um, I also had a series of um, fantastic therapists myself. Yes. Um, Which we will talk about <laughs> in part yes. two. Yes. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> She's got a lot of good things to tell us. Um, that that um, really encouraged me to see the profession as something I too could also do. Yes. Um, so we'll talk more about that. And then my role as a counselor coming from both a divinity background and a counseling background yes. was um, I was able to see a lot of individuals who had either been helped by faith backgrounds or harmed by them. Yes, 100%. Um, and really wanted to be there for both groups. Yeah. And so felt a certain call to help people who had been maybe hurt or um, or struggling with some aspect of deeper meaning in their lives yeah. and wanted to, to be there. and not have the answers but help talk through the answers absolutely so wow yeah when you because i know you did the mdiv and the mft together uh, -huh. uh mm -hmm. presbyterian seminary um did you was the, your focus the mft uh -huh. and you had the mdiv alongside or did you think maybe you'd yeah. want to become a minister or <laughs> you know? yeah the focus was initially the mdiv oh wow and the the mdiv was because I wanted to work within spiritual communities yeah. to talk about animal welfare. Oh, cool. Um, and then I got there and realized, actually, I think becoming a therapist would be a yeah. fantastic, um, nuanced way to go. So yeah. changed the focus to the MFT yeah. um, and maintained the MDiv just to make sure I could speak the language of a lot of the of people I would be assisting yeah. um, and hopefully help animals as well. Tell us about like, how did you get into being interested in animals? Um, I had a family member. Well, I've always had cats. Yes. I don't know if there's any cat lovers <laughs> out there, but I've always loved cats dearly. Uh -huh. um, my whole family has. And then I had a family member a, a few stages, stages removed from my immediate family um, lose their cat. Mm -hmm. And so we went on this journey of trying to find her mm -hmm. and um, that involved going to a lot of animal shelters wow. and up until then I had been kind of protected from what that world looked like mm -hmm. um, and then I was suddenly very aware of the needs that animals in Kentucky have yeah. and so that led me um, to really want to make a difference there was really no going back <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and seeing so much of our community um, not be aware of the help they could provide as well. We have a lot of people who do very, um, who do a ton with very little resources in our shelters. And so trying to 
mobilize myself and different community members to also help because that's really what it takes was kind of where my mind went. Um, and so myself and some family and friends just started volunteering yeah. for a local um, animal foundation. And then the rest moved from there. And mm. um, we've had a series in my household, a series of foster cats yeah. and kittens um, and dogs move through the doors um, and, and now currently have one puppy who's nine months old and two cats who are one year old. Wow. So how exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It brings some fresh energy. <laughs> some young some blood. Fresh energy. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they have been inspirational to see their um, resilience and ability to adapt. Um, mm. And they have taught me a lot about both of those things. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Let's segue into talking a little <laughs> bit about anxiety and panic and yeah. like, how our nervous systems kind of get off whack and, you know, sure. just, I mean, Jennifer has done a wonderful uh, series Thank on you. anxiety Thank on you. our blog. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. Um, sure. But I wonder, you know, as you're writing those blogs, what, what's coming to your mind of things that you like, Oh, I really wish people knew this or I wish oh, they had these great tool. questions, you know, or, yes. or things about anxiety that we don't, the general, you know, therapists might know mm -hmm. a lot about it, but maybe general public doesn't yeah. know as much. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And um, I'll try not to step too far into step two. But um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the item I would want people to take away the most is that there, I guess I always thought that your life had to be on this high powered movement forward mm. or you weren't doing enough um you had to be in constant motion um and you had to make sure you had like all these balls up in the air all the time mm -hmm. and it was really it meant a lot of bad things about you if you didn't mm. um you had to get very good grades or do very well at work mm -hmm. um so there were all these feeder thoughts mm -hmm. that that really bring anxiety as far as high expectations. And right. So I wish um, when I'm writing the blogs, part of my communication is I just want to communicate that there is an alternative way um, that is a slower yes. path. Um, Feels so much better. Yes. <laughs> more mindful more yes. mindful slower but you can still it's amazing how uh -huh. there's like a body mindset that can be slower but you can still be pretty high functioning yes and that's the part that i think is very valuable for yes. our clients at the mindfulness center yes. um i think actually once we slow down and learn how to the way i think of it is learn how to kind of respond in our lives rather than just react yes um that is when we are, we can possibly be our best selves. Yes. You know, whether that's in our career, family, relationships. Right. Um, and so ironically, in the mindful slowing down um, that helps diminish anxiety, yes. we actually become what we hoped we would be. Yes. And so it's I, optimizing. You're yes. like optimizing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. And that feels like a oftentimes countercultural message. I'm hoping to communicate in the blogs that yes. faster is not always better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that, you know, knowing myself and, you know, being more mindful and all mm -hmm. the things is I get more clarity. Like mm -hmm. I feel more grounded and mm -hmm. centered and I have more clarity. Mm -hmm. So instead of me being in this like frenetic energy where sure. I'm constantly like, mm -hmm. I got to do this, I got to do the next thing or, mm -hmm. you know, keep it going. And mm -hmm. it's more just like this calm, clear, mm -hmm 
you know, do I want to do that? Nope, I don't want to do that. Like, right. how does it feel? Does that feel like something I want to yeah. do or not? And then instead yeah. of like mm, the shooting, shooting all over myself, like <laughs> I should do this. Somebody asked me to do it. I should. And then you're shooting all over yourself. Yeah, like, I could, but I don't really want to. Yes. So I'm yes. going to say no, and that's okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much. Very much feel the same. Yeah. And and I think the the blogs are trying to cover different ways our practice is is attempting to meet the needs of people yes. who might feel anxious or be having panic attacks or just feel a general sense of unrest or yes. um, a difficulty in slowing down because there's so many ways to heal from yes. those feelings. Um, yes. And I think we take a pretty personalized approach to doing that here. Absolutely. So. And, you know, I know you're going to talk about this in part two, <laughs> but I was thinking about how oftentimes our bodies tell mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. sometimes first, mm -hmm. or we, we're not paying attention to like mm -hmm. the mind or the, you know, mm -hmm. fastness, but we notice like, oh, we have chronic headaches or we have mm -hmm. chronic stomach aches or we have like these psychosomatic mm -hmm. things that are showing up because mm -hmm. we're holding on to our stress. And so I think one of the yes. mindfulness things is you can be paying attention to like, what's my body trying to tell me? Like, yes. is my body trying to say, hey, maybe you could slow down and you could yes. rest a little bit. I'm really curious about rest right now. <laughs> and the idea yes. of, you know, being a part of the resistance is like the rest is resistance uh -huh. because, you know, in capitalist society where it's yes. very much like push, go, all these things. Yes, absolutely. And yet everywhere seasonally, you know, mm -hmm. we have times of rest like in mm -hmm. fall and winter mm -hmm. before the spring and mm -hmm. the summer comes up or you know, in 24 hour period, you have mm -hmm. the nighttime and the kind of cool yes, going to sleep kind of a thing. And so there's like these natural, mm -hmm. the nature is telling us like, mm -hmm. pretty much you need you need to rest like half the time you need yes. to work half the time. Yes. You need to rest. So <laughs> yes, I think we yes. forget about that. And then we hit, you know, our 40s, which I yes. sometimes call the fuck it 40s, because <laughs> you're just like, I'm done with this. Like, you know, like, I'm going to do what's actually best for me. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> you've been grinding for 40 plus yeah. years and you're just like, this isn't working for me anymore. Yeah, yes, yes. And and I and I think that's a, a natural place to just talk a little bit about chronic illness, yes. if that's okay. Yeah, of course. I, I think the... Um, one of the items that, that multiple individuals at the Mindfulness Center have some experience dealing yeah. with, including myself, is um, dealing with chronic illness, some of which comes partially as a result <laughs> of um, kind of that cultural push yes. to not rest. Yes. Um, and so my experience with that was... Hey. Um, well, we're oh. going to share that part too. Oh, we're going to leave you on that cliffhanger. It's, it, what's interesting is I yeah. think many of us at the Mindfulness Center have had some issues with chronic illness, yes. which is yes. very interesting, you know, yes. and how we have healed from that. And so we're yes. going to stop this uh, I love part it. one. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is the cliffhanger. So you're going to want to come in and hear Jennifer's yeah. and, you know, maybe I'll share a little bit of my own. Yeah. But um we'll find out more about chronic illness and how that relates to anxiety and yeah. uh -huh. you know Stress. your body sort of breaking down and yeah. all that so mm -hmm. join mm -hmm. us in part two and we'll see you soon